Yes, we are back for another episode, another season of the HMS Podcast. It is great to be back. So looking forward to a new season of the HMS Podcast. We started this out in March of 2020 when all of our students were shut down and learning from home. It was a way for us to stay connected with everyone. We continued the podcast into the 2020-2021 school year. It was great to continue following up with students that were at home for hybrid, that were maybe even learning virtually all year. And now here we are, year three, season three of the HMS podcast. I am looking forward to bringing you news and events and interviews from Highland Middle School for the 2021-2022 school year. Some things to look forward to on this year's podcast. We'll be interviewing new staff members. We'll be hearing from students that are involved in a plethora of activities. And yes, I said plethora, look that up, P-L-E-T-H-O-R-A. That's a great word. If you are interested in being interviewed, if you have an idea for an episode, or if you are interested in creating original music to play at the beginning of the podcast, any of those things, please contact me and we will schedule a time to get together. But in the meantime, please enjoy the latest episode of the HMS podcast. Go Scots! Welcome back to the HMS Podcast. We are joined by the first three-time guest to the HMS Podcast, Alex White, eighth grader Alex White. What's up, Alex? Uh, not much. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for joining me again. If you want to press pause right now, go back and listen to episode 37 from May of 2020. That was Alex's first appearance. And then... Finish that episode and go to episode 65, where Alex was the guest host and he interviewed Mrs. Diggs, formerly known as Miss Rose, and she's not with us anymore. She's back home in Cleveland, so Mrs. Diggs, if you're listening, shout out. Yep. But here we are. Alex, welcome back. Hi. Yeah. How you doing? (laughs) It's like deja vu. We just said that to each other. (laughs) This is totally unscripted, folks. So... We have come a long way since May of 2020. Yeah. At the time, we were living at home, stuck at home, quarantined, everybody. Uh, so what's been going on in your life these last two years? Um, well, I've been like quarantined like three times. Um, never gotten COVID yet, though. Always quarantined. I'm knocking on wood as we speak. Yep. Um, gotten a job at a computer repair shop. So that's fun. Got to repair computers. and um, Hence the name, Computer Repair Shop. Yeah, making some money now. Um, got into the business where I like to collect old video game consoles and have them on display. 
so that's fun. So I have a huge collection in my room of old video game consoles, GameCubes, DSs, PSPs, original Xbox, GameCube, things like that. So that's fun. Um, so let's kind of, let's dissect both of those a little bit. So computer repair business, mm -hmm. is this, are you a self, are you an entrepreneur? Is this a self business or are you working for someone? I'm working for someone for now. Okay. Is this something you would like to do in yes. the future? Okay. So How did like you get involved in this? Um, so we, I go, well, I host, my family hosts a uh, small group, which is like a get together where you read the Bible and hang out. And, um, he comes to our small group and so I've known he owns a computer repair shop and I was looking for a thing and he says he recycles old computers and anything that they don't want they can he will recycle them for them and so pretty much um, I asked him if he ever comes across this really old computer if I could have it because he just throws them away and he said sure and eventually he found it and that just got us talking into like you know me hanging out in his business and working on computers and that just got me into working for him so how often, how many hours a week do you work? Well, um, since I'm technically not even 14 yet, um, I can't be officially working at his business yet. Um, but I usually go there it's like twice a week for like probably six hours. You put a little money in your, in your pocket. Well, we actually are, I'm not getting paid. Um, I get half the sales off of what I host is eBay. So I host an eBay store and I get half the sales of that. Very good. Very cool. So you are kind of an entrepreneur. So tell us about this video game museum gallery that you've got going on in your bedroom. Uh, it used to be in my closet because I had an old CRT in there, but now it's in our living room. Oh, in the living room, on display, yeah. fully on display. Yeah. So what all we got? You said you've got... An original Xbox, a Wii, and a GameCube are my like, uh, like full-on consoles. And then on my desk, um, in my bedroom, like my wardrobe... Um, I have on display, and I 3D printed little stands for them. Um, I have on display a PSP, an old Intel CPU, a um, DS, original DSi, and a 3DS, and a graphics card on the wall. Do any of these work? They all work. They all work? Yeah. Do you find yourself pulling them off from time to time and playing? Yeah, all the time. Okay. Yeah. What, what has been your old school console and game of choice most recently? Probably all the Super Smash games, all the old ones. So on the GameCube, it's probably Super Smash or Twilight Princess. On the Wii, it's uh, Super Smash Brawl and uh, probably uh, Twilight Princess again because they're both on there. Because that's Twilight Princess is a really fun game. Um, and then on the original Xbox, I've actually modded it. I don't love any of the Xbox games other than this racing one, um, but I've modded it so that I can play N64 games. And so I play uh, Super Smash on, for the N64 and some other games. But Okay, so you're throwing out some lingo here for a guy that's not a gamer. So when you say you've modded it, what do you mean by that? So pretty much by modding, you're using the console for a purpose that it wasn't designed for. So for the 3DS, it was designed to play only Nintendo games, and that's it. And you have to buy every Nintendo game through a cartridge or on a store. Well, when you mod it, which is a long process... Um, it gives you the ability to play other game consoles or not even have to play in cartridges. You can just play other games for free, kind of. How did you figure this out? Um, really, 
um, I watched a YouTube video, mm-hmm. and he says modding consoles is really fun, and he just showed us some of his modded consoles. I was like, that's really fun, and I should really do that, because since I don't have the money to buy a bunch of games, and so that's what I did, is I just started modding some of my consoles, and I found it really fun. So in some ways, it's very similar to maybe tearing apart an old computer and rebuilding it, or tearing it apart and rebuilding it, or am I totally off? Um, tearing apart a computer and rebuilding it, it's more hardware. Modding's a lot of just software. There are some hard mods, which means hardware mods. Mm-hmm. So to for like older consoles like the PS1 or technically the GameCube, to mod those, you have to solder on some chips and that will make it so that any game's validated so that it will run whatever. Are you able to do that too? Can you hard, or do you do any of the hard? Yeah, I do do that. Um, I didn't want to do it to our GameCube since those are actually kind of rare and expensive. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to mess those up. Unless it's already broken, then I'll fix it and mod that one. But I don't want to mod our original one. Um, but I have been modding our Xbox, which that one's a little hard because you have to buy a bunch of accessories and things to mod that one. So it's not a free mod. My, my mind is blown right now because, like I said, I'm not a gamer. So this is fascinating. So like we said at the start, this is your third appearance on the HMS podcast. If we were to look into the future five or ten years... And it's like episode 300, and we have alumni Alex White back. Do you see yourself doing something along these lines as a grown-up? Uh, yeah. yeah. What, would, what would you like to do with uh, unlimited resources or you know nothing holding you back? What, what, what do you see yourself doing? I would build a barn in our backyard, and then it would kind of be like a loft. But in the upstairs compartment of the loft... I would have this huge gaming computer, and so along the desks on the side, I would have each gaming console set up with its own TV so that you can just go there, power it on, and start playing whatever game console. So old MS-DOS computers, old consoles, and then I have a wall of a bunch of handhelds, and then for decoration on the sides, I would have like old motherboards, GPUs, CPUs, just a bunch of old cool stuff. You've thought about this. Yeah. You've spent some big time thought on this. Yeah. That's awesome. Have you... I'm going off on a tangent here. Have you read the book or seen the movie Ready Player One? Yeah. What do you think about that? I love the VR concept. Um, I just don't think our world would go down that path. It's a really good book. Have you, yeah. Have you read it as well? Not the book. I've seen the movie. Yeah. But. Shout out to anybody that was looking for a good book or a good movie to read. Ready Player One. There you go. So when we talked last, well, first, I should say, in May of 20, we were living at home. Like you said, you were been quarantined three times. Let's kind of tie it back to school a little bit. What what have you learned maybe about yourself as a learner or as a student in the last couple of years? When I'm online, I don't do good at school because I do not, like, get engaged into it. And so I'm not, like, trying to learn. Unless I'm, like, forced to learn by my parents, I will just not do it. So you're, you're a much better in-person learner than yeah. doing virtual learning from home. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Um, it's just hard for me to get, like, engaged and finding it fun like at school and so you're probably tempted by that video game gallery in the living room no not really i just um like walk around our house and just don't want to (laughs) get involved into the school so you're we're wrapping up we got about eight weeks left of school at the time of this recording you're in eighth grade are you excited about going to the high school nervous um yeah i'm pretty excited to go to high school i think it's gonna be really fun there seems to be a little bit more freedom there so any nerves? Any nervousness? No, not really. I have a lot more friends at the high school, so. And you're lucky because you have older siblings that have already gone through. What's yeah. that going to be like being with your older brother at the high school? He doesn't go to our high school. He doesn't? No, he actually starts going to college. 
Are you serious? Yeah. So my again, four- totally unscripted, folks. Yeah. So my fourteen-year-old brother, um, pretty much, he got offered a deal to just go to MVNU for free um, while he's in high school. Well, then uh, I stand corrected. That's yeah. awesome. Shout out to Cohen. Great job. We've got eight weeks left. What are you looking forward to the most for the summer? Well, in the summer. Allowing me to work there is allowing me to go way more because he works mostly through the day. So it's really anytime he's free in the evenings, I get to go. And so in, during the summer, I get to go to his house a lot more to work, which is going to be fun because I find it really fun to work there. And you're involved in our robotics program, correct? Yeah. How, how does that tie into your interest of working on computers or video game consoles or vice versa? Is there is there a direct correlation? Yeah, I would say there is. Uh, robotics is pretty fun. I like to do the AI coding in robotics, so a lot of the programming. Building's fun. It's just not my favorite, um, but a lot of my builders on my teams, they're good, but they're not there all the time, and so I have to do a lot of building. Um, so I would rather do a lot of coding, but I need to build for my team. Um, but I find coding a lot of fun, and so I do AI coding because, you know, that's pretty fun. So if somebody's listening, maybe even a fifth grader that's getting ready to come to the middle school next year, and they're thinking about man, I'm going to have all these encore choices. Why should somebody take robotics? If they're interested in computers and uh, want to have a fun time, because when you're in robotics, you get to skip a lot of days of school, which is fun. And then also, you get to, you know, visit other places. So for our robotics competitions, we've gone to a bunch of schools. We've gone to Columbus and hanged out there. We all went to Chipotle and ate a meal. It was awesome. And, and just you- for the record, they're not skipping school. They're going to a competition. Yeah. Um, but you get to do a bunch of fun things and hang out with people during that time. So it's kind of like you get to hang out with your school friends out of the school all the time. But if I am interested in coding, like you said, uh-huh. or um, computer programming, like this would definitely be an avenue for me to explore. Yeah, totally. Is this something that you're going to continue next year at high school? Yeah, I would think it would be pretty fun to do that in high school. Hopefully I can get, you know, really good teammates there too and have a good career. So as you think back on three years of Highland Middle School, what stands out to you? What's a favorite memory you have or maybe some advice that you would give to students as they're navigating middle school? Kind of answer that question any way you want. Um, school appropriate, mind you. What? No. Um, hmm. I had to give me some time before stream just to answer I, that. I, that's right, folks. Not we're unscripted. Hmm. Um. I would say pretty much if you're having troubles with friends, you know, you probably it they'll come to you. Okay. You do have to try, but you just have to keep talking to people and trying to figure out. Okay. So these people don't want to hang out with me because they don't think I'm cool or something. Okay. Let's just try to see if anybody else wants to hang out with you and give people other people chances maybe you had a bad opinion on them earlier in uh, like older grades like fourth or fifth grade well let's give them another shot and see if they'll hang out with you i think that's really good advice and i think alex one thing i like about you i like a lot of things but one of them is that you're not tied down to one friend group i feel like you're a part of a, a lot of different groups and i think that's really good so any final words i mean who's to say you may come back for another episode before it's before it's all said and done, but any final words to your classmates, your teachers here at Highland Middle School? No. 
most of them, I, no, not really. All right. Well, Alex, it's been a pleasure. Episode um, four, episode 65, and here we are. I don't even know what number we're on now. I think we're into the 70s. So thanks for joining me again. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the HMS Podcast. Highland Middle School students, if you would like to be interviewed in a future episode or if you have an idea for a future episode, please contact me, Mr. Bradley, and we will get you scheduled. In the meantime, I hope everybody is staying safe and doing well, and we will see you again on the next episode. Go Scott.